Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, a church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. And it says, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagan, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to live idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another miraculous powers. To another prophecy. To another distinguishing between Spirits. To another speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and same Spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determined. Amen. Just before we jump into the, the word this morning, shall we pray? Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for that you didn't leave us on our own, Lord. When you ascended into heaven, but you sent the Holy Spirit to come to help us live this life that you have called us to, Lord Jesus, which you have saved us to, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit and his work within our lives, Lord. And Lord, I pray that as we come to your word this morning, Lord, I pray for the help of the Spirit, Lord, just to, to, be, to speak of these things, Lord God, so that you would be lifted up, that you would be glorified. And Lord, that we as a church would be empowered by you to bring glory and honor to your name. We ask this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So in this passage that we've just read, we see that the Apostle Paul, he's writing to believers in Corinth about how believers, how we as Christians and how the, these believers in Corinth, how they can be used in the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit gives different gifts to people, how he gives these incredible gifts to empower us as the body of Christ. And as we saw last week, there are nine gifts in total and they can be put into three different categories. There are three gifts of revelation, three gifts of power, and three gifts of inspiration. And all of these gifts are given to the church for the common good of the church, for the building up of the church, for the encouragement of the church. That's why the gifts of the Spirit are given. Not so that we can show off and say, look how spiritual I am, you know, I'm better than it. It's nothing to do with that. The gifts of the Spirit have been given to glorify Jesus and to build up us as the people of God, to move, so that God would work in and through us. And these gifts are supernatural enabling. Not talents, it's not these talents that, that we have, they're not natural talents. It is an, the enabling of the Holy Spirit. It's a supernatural enabling that comes from God himself. And so this morning we're going to be start looking at each one of those gifts that he gives, that the Holy Spirit gives as he determines. And this morning we're going to look at the word of wisdom. We're going to dive into that. We're going to look at the word of wisdom. And we see in all of these gifts that... Uh, there's this importance of, of divine partnership. We've got to be open and available for God to use us. Yes, God wants to pour out his gifts upon us as a church. God is able to, and, and we long for that. But we 
what we need to work in in cooperation with the Lord. We need to open up ourselves to the Lord so that we can become vessels to be used by God in any one of those gifts. And as it says there in, in verse 11, he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So it says he determines as we open up ourselves, as I even shared last week, all that the Lord is looking for is available hearts. Those who belong to him and are available to him, then God can use them and pour out his gifts upon those lives. And so that's my prayer as we start to look at these, each one of these gifts, is that we would open up ourselves to the Lord and say, Lord, use me. That's my prayer, even as I'm deep, diving into the study, Lord, use me in these gifts. You know, there might have been gifts that I might never have been used in before, but Lord, I'm available, I'm hungry for, I, I long to be used in these gifts so that the church will be built up and that Jesus would be glorified. And so as we begin diving into these gifts, I want to encourage you, don't shy away from them. Don't be frightened of them because they come from, the God, from God who gives good gifts to his children. There's nothing we have to be worried about or scared about. Let's just open up our lives in the days and weeks to come that we might open up our lives to see the gifts of the Spirit in operation in this church. You know, I long for that. I long to see that happening. And not just within this building, but that we as a church will be open to be used by those gifts as we go into our worlds so that God would be glorified, that unsaved people would come to know him. That's why therefore, it's not just for us as building each other up, yeah, but it's also to empower us to be, to share about Jesus in this world around us. So we're gonna start this morning looking at the gifts of revelation and in particular, the word of wisdom. And these three gifts, the gifts of revelation, they, they come out of, a lot, out of God's revelation to us. It's, they come as God reveals things to us. It's not our revelation of a situation or a circumstance. It's not us being nosy and knowing what's going on in someone's life and saying, oh, I believe God's saying it. It's not that. It says God reveals these things to us. It's a supernatural enablement. So the word of wisdom. And we're going to begin looking at this, the word of wisdom. And we're going to look at what a word of wisdom isn't. We're going to start looking at what a word of wisdom isn't. Maybe you've heard of a word of wisdom. Maybe you've given a word of wisdom to someone before. Maybe the Lord's enabled you to do that. But we're going to start off by looking what a word of wisdom isn't. Now, the word of wisdom, it's not natural wisdom. It's not man-made wisdom. It's not, our, it's, not, it's not our wisdom, okay? It's not earthly wisdom. It's not about experience or what we've gone through in life. That's not the word of wisdom. Just because, or it doesn't even mean, it, you know, just because we've been believing for a long time that we, we, we can speak wise things about the things of God. That's not the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is not natural wisdom. The word of wisdom, it can sometimes, as I've said, it can be confused with deep spiritual insight. That's what sometimes people think the word of wisdom is, is that somebody who knows a lot about the word of God. So they might say, yeah, you know, that person often speaks in, gives words of wisdom because he knows a lot of things about the Bible. But that is not the word of wisdom. Sometimes the word of wisdom is confused with administrative wisdom. So somebody who knows how to handle the running of a church, maybe they are used in the word of wisdom because they know how they have wisdom, they're wise in all these different areas, but that's not the word of wisdom. You know, the word of wisdom is not those things. Sometimes it is confused with wiseness. As I've said, the word of wisdom has nothing to do with age or experience. The word of wisdom is supernatural. And that's what we're going to look at. So what is it? The word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is the supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God of God's purpose. That's what the word of wisdom is. So it's a supernatural revelation that comes by God, by His Spirit, 
and it's all to do with God's will and God's purpose. It's a revelation of God's will and his purpose in somebody's life, in our situation, or something that's happening even nationally or whatever. It's a revelation of God's mind. It's a revelation, a supernatural revelation of God's will uh, to do, regarding a situation. It's, it's God's mind. It's God's heart. It's about the unfolding of his plans. It's, you will receive a revelation of what God is going to do in a situation or circumstance uh, in the future. And the word of wisdom is not only about uh, telling about future events, but the word of wisdom comes and it gives instructions to get people ready for those future events as well. So it's God's mind, it's, a, it's something to do with the future. A word of wisdom comes it's to do with God's plan for future things. And he'll also give, a word of wisdom can come as instruction uh, regarding those things, those future events. Now the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, they're closely linked, they're linked but, but they're not the same thing. They, they're different. The word of wisdom and the word of knowledge are different. And maybe, you know, as a people, maybe we're not sure what the difference is between those things. The word of knowledge is God's rev God gives us a revelation of things that have happened in the past or in the present. So that's what a word of knowledge is. is God comes and he gives us a revelation of something that's happened in the past or something that's happening at this moment or t in time. But the word of wisdom is about God's purpose concerning things in the future. So the word of knowledge is to do with things in the past. The word of wisdom comes and shows us God's purpose for things that are to come, to get us ready for things that are to come. By the word of knowledge, John, when he was on the island of Patmos, he knew the condition of the seven churches. If you read in Revelation, he knew what the spiritual condition was of those churches. And that was a word of knowledge. But then he gave a word of wisdom to them. And he was able to give the mind and the will and purpose of God and commands of God, instructing them what they were to do. That was the mind of God. So those things are two different. If you don't remember anything else about the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge is to do God revealing things that has happened in the past or that is happening right now. And the word of wisdom comes to give God's purpose regarding something within the future. And you know, the Bible has a lot to say and is that there's a lot of examples about the word of wisdom, uh, a lot of examples of the word of wisdom in the Bible. And you know, that's what we need to look to. We don't look to man's experience regarding the gifts of the Spirit or what we've gone through or, or our history or tradition. We don't look to those things. We need to look to the Bible and see what the Bible says about those gifts and how we are to move and how we are to operate in these gifts. This is our ultimate authority. And you know, it's dangerous when we start basing these, our ideas and our theology on man's things and our own revelation. We need to build our lives on the word of God. And so we, we see in the Bible, thank goodness, that in the Bible there's loads of examples of the word of wisdom. I know to, to, to some of our amazement maybe, there's examples in the Old Testament and in the New Testament where God would use somebody to give a word of wisdom regarding something that's going to happen. And, and there's a lot in the New Testament as well. And there are different examples on how this word of wisdom is used. So there's eight different types I've got here this morning of the eight different examples when the word of wisdom is given, eight different situations when a word of wisdom is given. So the first example when a word of wisdom is given, a word of wisdom was given in the Bible to guide people concerning future judgment, to warn them of future judgment to come, of difficulties that are going to come. A word of wisdom is given 
to warn people of dangers that were, that were ahead and to get them ready for it. An example of that is in Matthew chapter 2, verse 19 to 23. And you might remember the story with Joseph. He has a revelation where an angel comes and speaks to him, telling him about Herod. It says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 19 to 23, it says, After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. So a word of wisdom came in a dream to Joseph, and the result of that was that God had delivered them from danger. He protected them, and now it was safe for Joseph and Mary and, and baby Jesus to go back to Israel. So there are examples of that. A word of wisdom can be given to warn us of things that are coming, uh, dangers that are ahead. There are other examples in the Bible of a word of wisdom that is given to reveal God's plans to those he is going to use. You know, I thank God that God does reveal his plans to us. He, can, he will, and he longs to reveal his plans to us and those he is going to use. And an example of that in the Old Testament is Joseph again. It's Joseph in the Old Testament, not, not Joseph and Mary. Joseph in the Old Testament. And God gave a word of wisdom to Pharaoh about how God was going to use Joseph. It says in Genesis chapter 41, verse 16, he says, I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh. But God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. And then in Genesis 41, verse 39 to 41, it says, Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and as wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. So there are examples even within Joseph's life, Joseph's own life, of how God was going to use Joseph. And he used other people to, to guide that as well. Now there are examples in the Bible of the word of wisdom to assure people, those who have been called by God of their calling. You know, I don't know about you, but, but I, I found it in my own life. There are times where I feel like I'm a million miles away from God and I failed and maybe God doesn't want to use me anymore. But you know, I thank God that God doesn't leave us there. That there are times where God will come and remind us who I am who I belong to, who I am in and through him. And words of wisdom have been given even in the Bible to a servant of God regarding that call upon their life. It says in Acts chapter 16, verse 26, this is when Paul on the Damascus road, he seen Jesus and this is what Jesus said to him. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and, what will, and will see of me. So even there, we see a word of wisdom there of what, what was going to happen within Paul's life, how Jesus and God was going to use him in, within his life. Now, there are examples in the Bible of the word of wisdom to reveal how we are to worship, about the correct order in worship. You know, we need that. We need wisdom on how we are to worship as the people of God. You know, this ju doesn't just happen. It's not man's idea that we just come together like this and this is how we do it. We need God's wisdom. What are the things that, that need to be in order when we come together as the people of God to worship God? There are instructions, there are things that we need to be in place. And we see that in the Old Testament and in the New Testament about how we need to worship. Otherwise, it's just chaos, isn't it? You know, I'm not sure many people would want to be here this morning if everybody was doing their own thing and there was no order, there was no structure. You know, it's, go it's good to have order. I'm not saying that we need order so that we're so stiff and we're so religious. We don't want that. 
We don't want that. But we need order so that God can flow through this place by his spirit within our lives. So it's not chaotic or crazy, but that God can work. And his examples are that where the word of wisdom is given on how to set up uh, the, the, the worship of God's people. It says in Exodus chapter 25, verse 14, see that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. This is God speaking to Moses about how the pattern that he had been revealed about, how the people would come together to worship the Lord, the correct instruction. So there are word of, words of wisdom are given for that. There are words of wisdom are given to assure of coming deliverance even in the midst of danger. You know, and I, I long for that more and more. You know, I, I'm sure we, we long for that even as a people, that we long to be reminded that even though we might be going through difficulties, that God's going to work it all out, that God's going to bring answer, He's going to bring deliverance. Even though we might feel surrounded, God is going to bring us through. And words of wisdom are given to, 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 to declare that, to encourage us and to remind us God is going to bring you through this situation. And you know, even this morning, you know, even Adele was, was saying that this morning, that even though you might be in that difficulty, praise the Lord because he will bring you through. Praise will bring it. You know, these are, off, these are examples to encourage us that God is going to bring us through a situation. And that's how a word of wisdom can be given as well. To encourage us that even though we might be surrounded, God's surrounding us. That ultimately, he's the one who's all around us. He's the one who's protecting us. And he will bring us through an example of that is Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 4 it says for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies and to give you victory you know there was time and time again even in the Old Testament where God would come to his leaders and remind them I'm going to be with you I'm going to bring you through no matter what enemy you're facing I'm going to bring you through you know we even remember the story with Jehoshaphat where, where that came you know and reminded them that even though he didn't know what to do God would deliver them God would bring him through that situation so a word of wisdom can be given in that to encourage people that, yeah, you might be going through a difficulty, but God will bring you through that situation. You know, there are examples in the Bible uh, of the word of wisdom to reveal God's will for our lives, to reveal what his plan is for our lives. You know, sometimes that comes for us, and maybe you've heard that, maybe someone has been used in a word and given you a word of wisdom, maybe about how God is going to use you, and God's got a, that plan for your life, and, and how he's going to use you, and Example of that is in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, where God speaks to Joshua and he gives him the call and tells him, look, I'm going to be with you wherever you go. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. This land is yours. You know, just meditate on the word of God. And there was instructions there as well to help him in his call. Remember to meditate on the word of the Lord. Then you will know victory in and through that. So there's examples in the Bible that the word of wisdom can be given to reveal God's call for our lives and guide us in our lives and also to give us instructions on how to walk in that calling and how to step into that calling and you know I believe we need that more and more you know I pray for that, that, that even for even with regards to our young people that God would use us and give us words of wisdom to say you know God's got a plan for you God wants to use you you know and to encourage our, uh, even those new in their faith and young in their faith God's got a plan for you and you know I long to open up myself for the Lord to use me in that way and for us that we would be open to that to encourage each other and that the Lord would use us in that way. Uh, there's another, number seven, there are examples of the word of wisdom to declare God's future plans. There are examples in the Bible of uh, the way God would give a word of wisdom to declare his future plans. And we can even read that in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 to 4, where it talks about the new heaven and the new earth. I'll read it for you. It says, Then I saw a new heaven. And a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, 
and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. So you know, God would give a word of wisdom to instruct us of his future plans of what's to come and to encourage us and remind us of what's to come for us. And thank God that this isn't the end for us here on this earth. That this will pass away one day. There will be a new heaven and a new earth and we will be there with our God forever. You know, we need to be reminded of that as a church that there is a future you know, this isn't it that we are living for eternity, that it is a, we're going to be in heaven with our God for, forever and ever, so we need to get it right here and now. We need to be reminded of that. And you know, even to encourage us, there's only one way to heaven, and that's through believing in Jesus and his death and his resurrection. There's not many roads to heaven. It is one way, and Jesus is that way. He is the way, he is the truth, and the life. And so there are examples in the Bible of that, the word of wisdom to give, uh, to give assurance of God's future plans to come and finally number eight examples of the word of wisdom to give assurance of blessings to come of blessings to come god would give a word of wisdom to somebody to show them that he's going to bless them that there's blessings ahead for you you know we've got that as a church haven't we that the latter days will be greater than the former days that's a word of wisdom knowing that it's going to come that you know that god's going to do something within this house that yeah we had a great start but the future is going to be even greater I know there's an example of that in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 7, where God spoke to Abraham and said, you're going to be a father of many. You know, he's going to bless them. It says there, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 7, the Lord had said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse and all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. You know, there's a, that assurance, given assurance that God is going to bless the people. A word of wisdom was given to remind and encourage uh, Abraham there that God was going to bless him. There is a future blessing. I know even for us as a church, we've got that future blessing that God is going to do it. You know, I pray he'll come sooner rather than later. I'm praying that. But you know, it is going to come because God has spoken it to us. So those are examples in the Bible of how of a word of wisdom, how a word of wisdom is given to instruct us on all these different things. But a word of wisdom, as I said, is God's revelation about his purpose, about things to come in the future. That's what a word of wisdom is. It's about his plans and his mind and his will regarding things that are going to come in the future. And just as we come to a conclusion, you might be wondering, okay, that's great, but how will that be manifested then? How do these words of wisdom come? Are they just, do we just pluck them out of the air? Or how will they come? Well, the word of wisdom might come through the audible voice of God. You might just hear God's voice. You know, it is possible. It is possible. You might not think it, but it is possible. We could hear an audible, the audible voice of God where he might give us, uh, telling us uh, his plans to come in the future. The word of wisdom could come as we're studying God's word. You know, it, that, that's, this is our ultimate authority. We, he speaks through his word. God speaks through his word. And we could receive that word of wisdom even through that. That we might be going through a situation, going through a difficulty. But all of a sudden, something pops out and we realize God's going to work in this situation. God's got it under control. And God's going to do this. We might have that 
as we read God's word. They might also come, a word of wisdom might come through an angelic visitation. You know, we don't worship angels or anything like that, but it might come, an angel might come and reveal that as he did with Joseph, even with even there. Uh, a word of wisdom might come through a dream, through a vision. You know, it says in Joel chapter 2 that in the last days, God would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. You know, about the older men would dream dreams, the younger men would see visions. Uh, you know, and all these things will happen. It's possible that a word of wisdom might come. You might have a dream, uh, you know, supernaturally. Not just, you know, a dream now and again, or you've eaten too much to eat. A supernatural, you know that you know that God has given you this. You know, a word of wisdom might come also through other spiritual gifts, through the spiritual gifts of prophecy, through tongues, and through interpretation. A word of wisdom might be given, and that happens quite, you know, it can happen within our meetings as well. We've, we've seen that, we've heard that, where somebody might give a message in tongues regarding something that's going to happen in the future, and there's that interpretation as well. So all these are different ways where the, where the word of wisdom can be manifested through the other gifts, through God himself, his audible voice, or it could come through, just, it could come through that inner impression that God lays on your heart, that God gives you a word. You hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, and you know you've got a word for somebody, and you need to share it with someone. You know, that's how these words of wisdom are given. But I want to encourage us, as I'm going to encourage us with all these gifts, you know, let's spend some time praying and making sure that these are actually from God. You know, I believe it's dangerous that if we begin to step out of that and, you know, if we step to try to do it in and of our own strength. I'm not saying that we don't step out. We want to encourage other people to step out. I'm praying for that. You know, this is a safe place. If we get it wrong, we get it wrong. Nobody's died and we can encourage and we can ensure. But I want to encourage us. Let's make sure that this is God saying it. It's not just me. You know, let's pray before, you know, I was encouraged as I went to see my grandparents, even regarding this uh, and asking some uh, some questions to do with all this, the gifts of the Spirit. You know, they encouraged me, you know, let's pray before, pray before, make sure that if you feel you have a word of wisdom for someone, just make sure, pray about it, make sure that it is God and that it is not you, so that it will bring, build in, it will build up people, and we need to remember that as well, that all these gifts are given are to build up people, not to pull down, or to point or to discourage, it's to build up people, and we want to encourage people in God's future plans, and it's as the Holy Spirit enables, as I said, it says he enables us, he distributes them. All we need to do is make ourselves available and say, God, would you use me in this gift? I want to be used in the gift of wisdom, Lord. You know, and, and I encourage us, let's step out in that. You know, I love the fact that when I was, when I was growing uh, uh, and when I was stepping into the call that God had for my life, Pastor Rob would always encourage me, week in, week out, he'd encourage me, step out today. You know, open up yourself to the Lord. If you get it wrong, you get it wrong. But just make yourself available. Step out, open up yourself to the Lord and ask him to use you in one of those gifts. I'll always remember him encouraging me with that and he'll still encourage me with it. He, you know, even today he'll still encourage me with it. And I want to encourage us as a church. Let's, let's start stepping out. I think sometimes we're a bit too quiet. You know, I'm not saying that we need to have, you know, 300 messages in tongues and all these things. As I said, there's an order of things within the house of God. But, you know, let's make ourselves available and say, Lord, would you use me in your gifts? And even in the gift of wisdom. Let's ask God to use us in that, that revelation of God's mind and his will for things to come. You know, I, I long to be used in those ways, and I pray that we would as well. Amen. So let's ask the Lord as we do come to a conclusion this morning. God, use me in those gifts. And as I said, the thing is, it's also Jesus will be glorified so that he would be lifted up. You know, these, these topics, these, these gifts of the Spirit, they, as I said, they're, they're not preached about very often or individually. They're, they're not broken down much on these things, but I, you know, I really felt uh, impressed by the Lord to share these individually, 
because it's important that we know and understand as a church what the gifts are and how we can move in these and what, and what the, the purpose of these gifts is vital for us as a church that we might be using these as I've said so that the church would advance and Jesus would be glorified amen shall we pray Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe. And check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.